beginning of 2008, but there seems to be a little bit of a lapse of memory for this crucial period, 1987. Why do you think that is, and what do viewers need to know about what the underlying market conditions were then to be weary of today? Well, I think part of it was that we focused on the 29 crash because of the Great Depression. There's a perception that it, um, that it precipitated the Great Depression, some dispute about that. The aftermath of it was so calamitous. And similarly, 2008 ushered in terrible, terrible hard times. That didn't quite happen after 1987, although economists were worried for months and months that it would. A mythology has built up, though, J.D., that the 87 crash was a crash without consequences. You know, it, right. you know, one and done, a little quick storm in the market, and then everything cleared and left everything as it was. And in fact, nothing could be further from the truth. Mm. Uh, the, the 87 crash revealed some dramatic changes that had been occurring in the markets over time. The rise of titan-sized investors, the, the increased use of automated trading strategies, a balkanized regulatory system that was still in the old world of siloed markets for bonds and derivatives and stocks. So on Black Monday, it's sort of like everyone was on a vast movie set and suddenly the scenery all fell down and you realized you were in a new world. Right, I, this, the crash of 1987 is so fascinating to me for so many reasons, but for some viewers out there that perhaps don't really understand the ins and outs of finance yeah. and how things work, can you maybe take us through how the selling pressure sure. uh, that started in the futures market with the CME and then moved to the cash market stuff that you see here at the Nike, how yeah. that actually transpired? Well, the, the, the linkages were to a, a, a hedging strategy called portfolio insurance, which was the hot, shiny toy mm. for institutional investors in the 80s, and a, a profit-making strategy called index arbitrage, in which institutional investors would play off the cheap market against the expensive market. So if the S&P 500 futures was cheaper than the cash stocks here in New York, they would sell the expensive one and buy the cheap one. So those the invention of the S&P 500 stock index futures and then later options shackled the derivatives market and the cash stock market together uh, indelibly without regulators or even many people in the market realizing what that meant because if those two markets got out of sync they couldn't function and that's what happened on Black Monday. 